1: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks. Hello, and welcome to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sports book. Download the app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Well, remember that fun Blackhawks victory post-game show we had last night? That was about twenty-four hours ago. Yes. Well, tonight, the exact opposite as the Blackhawks <laughs> lose three zip on Long Island to the Islanders. I'm Greg Boyson. I am joined by Mario Terabasi. uh our- yeah. Cohort Jay Zawoski.
0: He's been fired. He's uh, Yeah, he, he quit <laughs>
1: mid-show. He can't stand Islanders games. No, we're just kidding. Jay had a big uh, Zawoski holiday shindig. Um,
0: Extravaganza.
1: Which, sitting in a room alone staring at the wall would have been more exciting than yeah, watching most so of Yeah, so I'm this sure game. he had so a I'm great sure, time. Yeah, he had a much better yeah. day than we did having to watch that game. But
0: Yeah, I where do you even... Where do you even begin? Because they didn't really give us a great jumping off point <laughs> other than, no. other than uh, two nights in a row, a little bit of payback. As, as you put it, uh, some receipts cashed uh, tonight for the Blackhawks. I mean, look, like they looked – last night they took advantage of the Rangers being on night two of a back-to-back. Yeah. Tonight the Blackhawks were the team clearly on night two of a back-to-back they were just gassed and you could see it as midway through the second period
1: well and being on the second of a back-to-back night against a team like the islanders they're going to make that even worse because Mm -hmm. they are a team that makes you work for 60 minutes they are super structured they rarely ever get out of their game plan uh they make it tough for you to get through the center ice from the opening puck drop to the final whistle so when you're playing the Islanders on any night, you got to work hard. But the second, and it showed, mm. the first period was pretty good. They were only outshot 10 to 8. They actually had a 6-3 advantage and high danger, 5-on-5 five five scoring chances. They played well in that first period. Yeah, Didn't have anything to show for it, except for the Reese Johnson fight with Casey Zizekas, who someone on this panel successfully predicted last night. That would be you. Uh, that would be me. Once in a, Every once in a while, <laughs> I can sound like I know what I'm talking about. But it was good to see. Last night we saw, you know, Juju Carra got his moment with Jacob Truba, and then everybody wanted to rip that Pudwax head off by the <laughs> end of the night. And of course, Casey Zizekas, he's the reason.
0: Basically, the reason Arvid Soderblom is here. Exactly.
1: Arvid Soderblom <laughs> probably wouldn't be starting tonight if if it wasn't for Casey Zizekas yeah. and the run he took on Alex Stalock back on, was that November 1st, I uh, believe, was when they were here? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. hasn't played since out with a concussion. Zazikas was kicked out of that game for that play, so there was no retribution. But Reese Johnson hats off to him. First shift on the eyes, he went out and, fo- and found Zazikas. That was a heck of a fight, too. Yeah, those it was a good. Like, one. the and again, credit to the officials for kind of knowing the situation and saying, Let it go, yeah, let these guys get their lumps in get it out of their system, and then we'll move on. So it was, it was nice to see Reese Johnson. Uh, that was the highlight of the first period. Then the second period. Well, before we get to the second period, <laughs> our first of two... Um, that second period. Just head-scratching replays. Yeah. Boris Kachuk takes a stick to the face. He's bleeding. Obviously, Matt Barzell... Yeah, lifts his stick,
0: a, yeets it,
1: and he gets hit in the face. They give Barzell a four minute penalty, but then they review it, which is what they're doing these days, which I'm fine mm. with making sure for the high sticking. But then, after a really long period, there it is after a really long review, they take the penalty off the board because they say Chichook hit himself with his own stick, which is very hard to tell on the replay. But even if it was his own stick that hits him, the only reason it's hitting him is because of Barzell's stick right. knocking it into his face.
0: Right. I we we've seen a uh, we've seen this work in the benefit of the Blackhawks this year, uh, earlier this year, where you know I, I think I can't remember exactly the, the the play, but there were there there has been at least one instance where Caleb
1: Jones had a penalty taken. Yeah, off. That I remember. yeah,
0: where a high sticking was taken off because you know the player's stick came back and hit him hit himself in the face causing the uh, the high sticking or, or might have even been caused causing some bleeding. But in this case, I mean the 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 video evidence wasn't great. And look like it's one thing if it's just like you know in in a play battling for a puck, you're lifting a stick and, and you know, incidental contact or whatever, or you lift the you know, the opponent's stick into their face. In the middle of a play, I get it. The puck was nowhere near these those two guys, and Barzell just, whoo, just whips the stick out and look like. I I I'm no NHL rules expert, but I'm fairly certain you can't do that. Yeah, away from a play, just throw someone's stick out of their hands. So I don't know. I mean, is it is it so much to to be tic tac on the rule book. I don't know, but like, the the, the replay in, in tonight in tonight's game was, you know, in a game where the Blackhawks already were at a disadvantage, it did them no it did them no favors because that one took a, a potential four minute power play off the boards, uh, and then another replay in the second period uh, showed us that the NHL has invented time travel.
1: Yeah. Yep. About midway through the first peri- or second period. Uh, there's a scrum in front of the Hawks' nets Soderblom appears to make a pad save Along the, the near post uh, And then they play for 2 minutes and 8 seconds Before the next whistle TV timeout Islanders asked the refs to go look at it again And it took over 5 minutes Now this is my problem Yeah. The, the, the Kachuk penalty It took... 3 4 minutes for them to decide that mm-hmm. took them 5 minutes to decide this goal if it's not there in 90 seconds 60 to 90 seconds it's not there Right. like you can't look like if you don't see it and and this play the Mar- martin stuffs the puck in and i have very little doubt that it crossed the goal line it most likely did but i have i've yet to yeah. see a camera angle that shows that it actually happened
0: yeah, unless, unless the, the refs had the access refs had. to another angle that wasn't used on the broadcast. But, yeah, it, there was really nothing shown on the broadcast that was definitive enough to go, oh, yeah, that's definitely a goal. Yeah. Like, you're, you're just kind of going off of, you know, oh, on this angle it looks like one, and on this angle the puck's here. And you just, at, at some point, you have to say, like, okay, here's angle A, angle B, angle C. Go through it again, angle A, B, C does it look definitive? Yes. No. If it's, if it's not definitive at that point, then you can't, you can't overturn. You shouldn't be able to overturn the call. I, I like replay in, in sports when it is executed properly. And when we're taking longer than a TV timeout to go through replay or you're taking, you know, in, in football, we, we have these stoppages for like seven, eight, nine minutes to, you know, see, you know, if, if, a, if a guy stepped out of bounds or did the ball cross the line or where's the yardage marker or what is a catch, what isn't a catch. We have the same problems in hockey goaltender interference, uh, pucks crossing the line. Like the, the, the use of replay is so ineffective that it becomes just, it just bogs down games. And I'm fine with things being reviewable. I would, I would like more things to be reviewable to make sure that the right calls are being made. It's just the execution of that. It's just like you just cannot trust it.
1: If you can put a chip in a soccer ball that tells yeah. you that it crosses a goal line in soccer, how come you can't do that in hockey?
0: Well, they tried, and it, and it didn't work for some reason. Well, no, because the, the, cause the, you had hockey people
1: in charge. Uh, of it. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's usually the, true. Yeah. The NH, well, not say hockey. NHL people in charge of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that. The I, there must have been another angle. Somebody on my Twitter said the Islanders broadcast showed a different angle that looked like it crossed. No oh, conspiracy. So, ma- so I'm, obviously that's doctored footage. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's why they weren't showing it here in Chicago. But of course the Chicago broadcast is going to show you the views that make it look the like no that, goal. Yeah. Yeah. But like. I don't know. And then the the NHL official situation room explanation just says, video showed puck cross over the goal line. No, it didn't. Not yeah. the ones we saw. Um, so there ha- I'm going to go and say, but if there was one that shows it, clearly shows it, why did it take five minutes to come up like it needs to there needs to be a, like a shot clock on the replay yeah if you can't come up with a clear answer within 90 seconds the call on the ice you stands. Get,
0: yeah i would say and i would say it had they called
1: that a goal and they reviewed it and it they still took forever to even overturn it i still would have said hey after 90 seconds the call on the ice stands right it needs to be done but replay in all sports is great in theory but usually sucks in practice right yeah because they there's take nothing, too much time
0: there's nothing perfected about replay. Um but yeah, I mean <clears throat> that moment in the in that game then essentially so 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 the goal counts. Uh Matt Martin scores that that goal. So that counts and then the the 2 minutes and 8 seconds that so they had all, played the after it. The
1: entire arena had to hop in the DeLorean go you had to go add, back you had to add yeah. that
0: time back and anything that happened S-
1: So any didn't stats happen. that happened were race which I think is why originally at the end of the second period the Islanders were credited with 32 shots on goal, but then when we got to the start of the third period they had 30. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe they're like oh we forgot to take off two like <laughs> so it was very very confusing. Yeah, I I do
0: not envy the uh, the statisticians and and scorekeepers tonight to I have they, to go back and and yeah. go through the replay and be like okay we'll take off this shot take off this you know.
1: I hope they got an extra helping of. Uh, of gummy bears or whatever they serve (laughs) in the the Islanders. uh, Yeah. Probably Swedish fish. Some whoppers, Swedish fish. Uh, Well, that was the Martin goal, and then about six minutes later. Yeah,
0: at that point, the wheels fell off. Yeah,
1: Zach Parisi gets left all by himself in front of the net. Neither Seth Jones (laughs) or Jack Johnson thought it would be a good idea to put a body on him, and he's able to easily deflect uh, an Alan Pellick shot past Soderblom. Soderblom had no chance on that. Less than a minute later. Uh, a little tic-tac-toe, all three Islanders forwards touch the puck before Brock Nelson uh, gets a one-timer off that looked like it might have nicked the stick of Jake McCabe mm. and changed directions, but th- again, Soderbloom, not a lot of help on that one. Yeah, uh, And that's it, 3 nothing. third period was not a whole lot there. As you mentioned, the Hawks were out of gas, and the Islanders just, they don't let off. They huh. They don't, they're not a team that's a high-pressure offensive team. They're a team that sits back, lets you make mistakes in the neutral zone, and then takes advantage of it. Yeah. And that's what we saw the night. Uh, fourth time this season, the Blackhawks have been shut out. This was uh, Semyon Valimov's 36th career shutout, third against the Blackhawks. Nice. Uh, I want to say those other two were probably during his time with the Avalanche. He seemed to be a probably. pain in the ass those couple yeah. years he was with Colorado. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it I is mean, what it is.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a game where the more talented team was more rested, and you know, ex- expecting anything else uh, as a result tonight out of this Blackhawks team besides you know the Islanders kind of dictating everything would have been a surprise. So you know, it's 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 tough when you get in, into those situations where and and they're going to have to you know ramp it up again. On Tuesday night against the New Jersey Devils, who are playing some of the best hockey of, of any team uh, in the league right now, so it's it's not going to get much easier, even though you have a day off in between. Um, so it's I mean, it's it's tough. It's it's when you're when you're a less talented team on the road, three games and four nights. You know you're you're going to have situations like this where you know in the third period, even when they had brief periods of sustained. Offense, they just had no nothing in the tank, uh, to, to give. Like, it was just you know, I, I saw Max Domi, uh, later late in the game. You know, the, the Blackhawks are, are fighting to keep the puck in the offensive zone, and he's just like, Oh, you just his body language is just like he's like lumbering in the offensive zone because they had about a minute and a half of sustained zone time, and it was just like he, you know, you're chasing the game. You're on night two of back to backs. Like, it's just, just, just tough. Just a lot of, a lot of hurdles for this team to get over tonight. And, and it's not easy to do uh, against an Islanders team that is, like you said, just so structurally sound. And they just kind of squeeze you to death uh, in these games. So, yeah, we ended up with a a three nothing loss. Uh, Blackhawks, I mean, for the tank. This is this is fine yeah. on a night where the the ducks and the blue jackets and the sharks all lost in regulation. Blackhawks keep up with the uh, keep up with the Joneses, as they say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I obviously you don't score any goals, you can't harp on on too many things. You got to score goals, but right. I just wonder, had they got that four minute power play after the success they had on a power play last night, would that have made it? Would that I was that the turning it. point in the game if the Hawks. Score first, like they did last night. They get that a power play goal. Maybe they score in that first half of that double minor, and then they can come and maybe get two goals off of that. It happened last yeah. night on that five on three. Maybe they get a goal there, we get a different game, but probably not because, again, they still would have ran out of gas, but maybe they wouldn't have been playing so hard in a tie game from behind. They could have saved a little energy. But uh, personally, I think that, that taking off that Boris Kachuk penalty for the silly rule – Probably hurt more than the Matt Martin goal
0: because yeah. he still
1: didn't score after that,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you give if you give them the four minutes of a power play, like they could capitalize on it. They could they could play with a lead, and you know you saw last night how much playing with a lead led to the Blackhawks looking like a more open and relaxed team, not trying to you know have to chase the game as uh, as Luke Richardson always says, like it's it's you never want to be chasing the game. Um, as so as often as the Blackhawks do, but yeah, maybe, maybe it changes, uh, the complexion of the game. It at least gives them some buffer as the team that is, you know, playing on night two of a back-to-back as the team that is going to run out of gas earlier than the Islanders were going to, um, gives them a little bit of, of buffer to, to have a, have more of a sustained effort where if you get out to a little bit of a lead, you know, you're able to, to play differently, uh, uh, Play a style that conserves a little bit of energy, but you don't get that opportunity, and the, the game plays out as it does. So I, I just think this is just a you know one of those nights where it's you know the the, the talent gap and the, the the scheduling just just a night that it caught up to him. So it's it's a tough result, but it, it is something that I think we're we're all getting used to as as the season goes on.
1: I think uh, we've got some interesting chat going on in our chat about the goaltending situation that's something we can get into uh, after we wrap up this game also uh, our guy Sam we need to screenshot the comment about him saying Connor Bedard is going to be a bust so in three years we can say Sam we love you being here every night but that's 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 a take (laughs) I don't think Connor Bedard is
0: going to be a bust guys he had five points tonight
1: yeah like you know he said that Adam Fantilli could be a number one center one day, and Fantilli sure. still may have a better career than Connor Bedard, maybe. But that doesn't mean Connor Bedard is going to be a bust.
0: Hey, maybe they both become superstars.
1: Yeah, let's get them both. Yeah, why sure. not?
0: Let's sedine the whole thing.
1: Let's trade for like the Ducks. Let's give them a goalie, and they give us their pick, and then uh, yeah.
0: Which goalies? Anyone they want. Anyone they want. But we'll get
1: into the goalie situation here because uh, it didn't sound like Mrazek. Is super long term.
0: No, but they didn't
1: IR him. But when you're dealing with a goalie with, who has bad groins with another groin issue, it's not a good thing.
0: No, never a good thing.
1: All right, so should we jump into our three stars? I know it's early, but what the hell else? Yeah, we're let's say let's <laughs> let get to the yeah. Let's get to the fourth our, stars. Our fourth star, yes, our yeah. fourth star of the game. Uh, let's check out who those three stars three. were. Let me bring that up here quickly. Three
0: stars were uh, Varlamov with the shutout.
1: Yep, Matt Matt Martin Martin. with a goal,
0: and and Zach Parise with a goal. Zach Parise still playing,
1: still playing, (laughs) and this is the second time this year that the Hawks have played the Islanders that I've gone, oh yeah, Zach Parise (laughs) is on the Islanders, but in my face because if he were on the Blackhawks, he'd be tied with Jonathan Tays for the team lead. He's got eight goals this season. He's playing really well for the Islanders. There you go. I mean, that's that's a team that he doesn't that he fits well in. Yeah, for his. For where his, he's he at, what he does. Thirty-eight years old. You know, he's a he's a we, great he,
0: depth veteran option.
1: Yeah, and he's having a good. See, I've always liked Zach Parise. Um Yeah. So, and we are going to screenshot it, Sam. We are going to call you out when when Connor Bedard scores forty in his rookie season. Okay. Yeah, let's <laughs> get to the four stars. Four stars. <laughs> All right, Mario. We don't have Jay here. I'm sure Jay would oh, have switching it up. I'm sure, Jay would have picked uh, Jake McCabe, Jake McCabe, or, <laughs> or one of our normal guys. But we'll we'll give you the honor of going. I will first. go
0: first. Uh, I went with Reese Johnson. Uh, much like last night, I went with Jujar Kara for being able to uh, get an opportunity to square up with uh, Captain Chudwack, Jacob Truba. Uh, I go with Reese Johnson tonight. He's able to. Uh, you know, get his hands on Casey Zizekas. um, And he was also part of, you know, a, a bottom six group, a fourth line group that actually played decent tonight. They had stretches where, you know, they were, they were actually creating a little bit of, uh, of offense as, as little as the Blackhawks did create as a team. Uh, you were seeing it from, from the, the Dickinson line with Kara and Blackwell, uh, the fourth line with Kachuk and Reese Johnson and Mackenzie Entwistle um, at, at, at early points in this in this game, uh, those those bottom six forwards were were buzzing pretty good, and they were they were you know shouldering a lot of the offensive load. Now, if that is the case, things are not going well for this for this Blackhawks team, even in a season where we're not expecting a lot of things to go well. You don't really want your bottom six, this bottom six, to be driving the the offense. So. On a night where, on a night like tonight, uh, Reese Johnson is a guy that stands out for me.
1: Yeah, he. I uh, kudos to him as we mentioned earlier for for taking on Zizikus and, and sticking up for his injured goalie. Uh, I'm going to go with one of Reese Johnson's linemates, Boris Kachuk, who's a guy that you know we've talked a lot about this year, saying he's he kind of is very inconsistent and in being noticeable, but that fourth line. For the, since being put together for the last three games, has been the most effective Blackhawks line over these last three games: mm-hmm. the Oilers game, the Rangers game. Now they're doing it in much less time,
0: smaller sample uh, sizes. But Kachuk
1: tonight was very noticeable. He had eight minutes fifty-nine seconds of ice time. Uh, the that's the fewest, um, uh, the lowest ice time on the entire team. He had one shot on goal, but he had five attempts, five shot attempts, which was just one behind Connor Murphy and Philip Kershev, who led the team. They each had six shot attempts, but both of them did it in over 19 minutes of ice time. (laughs) So half the ice time, almost the amount five shot attempts in nine minutes. He also had two hits uh, and a couple block shots as well. So a very effective, limited role for Boris Kachuk. Listen, this was a game where not a lot was jumping off the page. Yeah. Those numbers, but that fourth line, uh, they were combined 62.5 Corsi 4 in the previous two games, and tonight uh, they, in uh, 6 minutes and 16 seconds of 5-on-5, five five, they had a 68.7 Corsi 4, 11 shot attempts for just 5 against in just That's almost 2 shot attempts a minute. On 5-on-5 five five for the <laughs> Boris Kachuk, McKenzie Entwistle, Reese Johnson line. First game in the last three games that they didn't come up with a goal either. So that fourth yeah. line has been playing well, and uh, two of the three of those guys get our nods for the fourth star of the game.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's – like I said, like when when the bottom six, the fourth line is is driving the offense, usually things aren't going well. But but sometimes, you know, the the, the makeup of this Blackhawks team – and the way that you know Luke Richardson wants his team to play, a lot of those guys fit that fit that mold. So, granted, now most of them won't be around in the next year or two, um, but to to set up that style, to set up that blueprint for what that what Richardson wants to do, wants to ha- wants to have players like. Um, It's good to see, like, guys that fit that mold succeeding because that shows you, like, okay, when you have the guys that are going to be a step up from a Reese Johnson, a step up from a Boris Kachuk, a step up from Jujar Kara, that they can fit that mold, they can play that role, and they can be be more effective than they are now if, if the blueprint is there. And that's what we talk about with, like, establishing culture, establishing a character of the team and of the locker room. Um, it it all comes down to Kyle Davidson building those rosters as we move forward through the draft, through free agency, through, you know, trades, whatever he does in the next few years to get the team um, on the competitive track as we go through these losses, as we go through this tank season. Um, but it's good to see that, you know, in this system that Davidson runs, those guys can still have opportunities to be effective, um, you know, have a little bit of offensive Pop, a little bit of offensive opportunity. Mackenzie Entwistle uh, was getting, you know, that, that fourth line was getting some offensive zone uh, start, starts, which, right. you know, you're not, not going to really see that often. So being able to, to, to see that is a good thing. It's, it's setting up that, that blueprint for what Richardson and Davidson are, are trying to do to, you know, have a fourth line, have a bottom six, be able to jump jump in a little bit offensively, contribute a little bit more. When Hopefully they, we're not seeing guys like Mackenzie Entwistle and JuJu Arcera on the power play in a couple of years. No, that'd be that'd but be
1: great. At 5 on 5, Even though they both have scored on the power play recently, it's that's not Credit to them, that's true. Yeah, and and the fourth line uh was uh 67% at the dot tonight. Uh 6 of 9. Uh and Entwistle that's won uh 4 of his 6 and Reese Johnson won 2 of his 3. So um, you know, not a bad night for them, and uh, you know what else would be not a bad night was uh, would be some uh, locally grown yeah meat products would make your night a lot better. Some
0: some meaty products would definitely uh, be good uh, tonight. We had the CHGO uh, Bears tailgate earlier today uh, ahead of the Bears and Green Bay football match uh, out at at uh, sold at uh, the Field of Soldiers. Um, I did watch the game. I didn't go to the tailgate. It was uh, too cold for my take. But uh, <laughs> I did watch the game, and uh, up until about midway through the fourth quarter, it was a pretty good game. It was a pretty fun game. If
1: you say so, I skipped it.
0: <laughs> but I do know that uh, we had Green Ridge Farm out at the tailgate. Uh, had a great turnout at the tailgate. turns out it was a, uh, you know, a, g- a good time. Talked with uh, our Bears crew and some of our Bulls crew who were here uh, when we got here about the tailgate. They said they had a good time. And uh, Greenridge Farm was providing the delicious, tasty meats. And when I got back to the office, uh, I opened up the refrigerator, which is still stocked from our holiday party. Uh, but one of the drawers is exclusively sausages from, from Greenridge Farm, and it is definitely the best drawer in that fridge. Are right they now. cooked? They are uncooked. All right, they are, but they are in the. Pa- they're st- uh, they're still in the packaging. We got a grill out here on the back patio. So Worst
1: case scenario, we got a microwave and paper towels. That's true.
0: We also have a Desperate. microwave. Yeah, However, you want to prepare your Green Ridge Farm uh, encased meats, uh, leave that choice up to you. But no matter what, they're going to taste delicious. Green Ridge Farm is a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all natural option. They are makers of all natural deli meats, sausages, and. They're famous meat sticks, perfect for tailgating, like we said before. Uh, They have been supplying the food for our CHGO Bears tailgates, and it's been great. Uh, Perfect for tailgating happy hour and school lunches. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours, and they have 16 grams of protein per stick, which makes them a perfect post-workout snack. I'll have to try that sometime. The meat sticks come in flavors like chicken, black forest beef, and jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili if you haven't tried them yet you don't know what you're missing delicious because they are made from recipes generations in the making and being all natural they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time so right now you when you order any three meat products at greenridgefarm.com if you include a pack of meat sticks in your cart those meat sticks are going to be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout Again, that's GreenRidgeFarm.com using the promo code CHGO at checkout.
1: And after you do yourself a favor of buying yourself some delicious meats from GreenRidge Farms, mm-hmm. you can do yourself another favor and hooking yourself up with some awesome sunglasses from our friends at Shady Rays. Shady Rays have never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change the market. And that's exactly what they've done. You do not have to break the bank for sunglasses this holiday season because Shady Rays has you and your eyeballs covered. Shady Rays are (laughs) premium polarized polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They fit very well inside of a holiday stocking. Just saying. Get your, get your friends and family some Shady Rage for Christmas this year. Best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of Iowa. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you drop them in a lake? Don't have much time to drop them in the lake. The lakes didn't. are all going to be frozen very soon. But <laughs> Or did you drop them off one of the many cliffs here in the Chicagoland area? No matter what happens. They will replace them. Even with that strong protection program, they still manage to make quality that I could tell you from being a customer of theirs. They are just as good or even better than any of those expensive brands on the market. Shady Ray's customers seem to agree with that because they have over 200,000 five-star reviews on their website. That's a million stars. That's a lot of stars. (laughs) Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. So look cool while doing something cool for others. They stand behind their product, and they've told our team that if anyone has a problem, they will throw the profit right out the giant window at the Shady Rays factory, and they will do whatever it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the Shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running the deepest deal of the season, and it is the season for deals. Use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. Get two pairs of Shady Rays for as low as 54 bucks. The more you buy, the more you save. Take care of your entire holiday shopping list mm-hmm. at ShadyRays.com. You won't regret it.
0: And it's- as our f- our friend Hunter uh, lets us know in the chat here, Shady Rays also got the snow goggles. Yes, they do. So perfect for snow goggles. Perfect for being out there on the slopes or uh, if you're preparing to be in a championship locker room, those goggles from Shady Rays will come in nice and handy. There you
1: go. Something else that you won't regret. That's becoming a diehard member at CHGO. Mm -hmm. The benefits, man, they just keep rolling in. Head over to All CHGO and become a diehard member because you're already a diehard Blackhawks fan. So just add it on if you haven't already. What do you get for your yearly membership? Well, first of all, you get a free shirt or hat. There are hats coming soon. Uh, Of your choice, one per year. So when you renew your membership a year from now, you'll get another free shirt. If you love our shirts at the CHGO Locker, you're going to get 20% off all merch. Every single time you buy something from the CHGO Locker, it's 20% off. Plus, you're going to get discounts on all of our events, all of our tailgates. We still have a couple left. We've got a really cool stadium takeover for the Mm -hmm. Bulls on December 16th. Coming up fast. Your ticket includes a pregame party over at Crossroads just down the street on Madison. A free shuttle to and from the Bulls. I'm sorry, the Chicago versus New York (laughs) professional basketball match over at the United Center. You get a ticket to the game. You get a bus ride to and from. And diehard members get discounts on that. So right there, Mm -hmm. your free shirt and your discount to our first ever CHGO Bulls takeover pays for the membership itself.
0: Hard to beat that. Plus
1: you get access to our our diehard-only Discord server. And you get a cool membership card. Yeah. Lots of other things planned. We've already done a uh, virtual Zoom happy hour with our Bears crew. I'm sure we're going to be doing a Hawks one. And don't worry, uh, if you're wondering when are the Blackhawks going to have a uh, takeover at the United Center, hold tight. There'll be an announcement on that sometime soon so that's coming 2023 is going to be an amazing year here at chgo we want you to get all the benefits Mm -hmm. for being a diehard so become a diehard today over at all chgo yeah what are you waiting for i don't know i would have done it already but uh I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got my membership when I signed my contract. Absolutely. All right. You know, so we wanted
0: to talk about uh, Arvid Soderblom a little bit. Yes. And that will lead into our next tonight.
1: nice uh, uh, segue into our next paid <laughs> segment of the <laughs> yeah. show.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, with the, with the goaltending situation, uh, you mentioned Mrazik. It, it does look like <clears throat> it's going to be uh, a little bit more than a week. Um, I believe I saw Ben Pope. Uh, putting that information out there prior to the game, um, assuming that's coming from Richardson, but um, you know Jackson Sauber was brought up uh, from the Ice Hogs. Uh, luckily, they were in the Northeast uh, as well, so not a not a big trip, not a big uh, to do to get him back with the team. But uh, it looks like it's going to be Soderblom's net for for a while. And you know this is a guy that started the season uh, with you know the plan of being the number one goalie in Rockford and with Stalock out with Marazic, you know, getting, uh, being injured and now injured again. it looks like Soderblom is going to play the majority of this season one way or another in Chicago and, and a, a night like tonight, you know, he, he, he came in the third period last night and was able to, to do enough to, to fend off the Rangers for 20 minutes um, came in tonight and had a, a tired team out in front of him. And credit to him for weathering the storm as, as well as he did. Over had to face over forty shots. Um, the three goals <clears throat> can't really hang too much on him uh, on those three. He made he almost made the save on yeah. on the first one. You know, it had to come down to the, the, the tiniest of of uh, you know measurements on the on the video re- review to call it an actual goal. Um but I, I look at the way he plays and we've said it before and uh you know I, I believe it was again Ben Pope uh talking with, with Jimmy Waite, goaltenders uh Blackhawks goaltending coach. Um talked about Soderbloom kind of giving him some some seeing some characteristics between him and what Corey Crawford uh was for the, for this Blackhawks team and, and I think you know w- when we talk about the future of this team, like who's gonna be around uh, I know there's a, a very active uh, chat tonight talking about, you know, what's this roster going to look like in the next few years. I really do think, you know, Arvid Soderblom is, is going to be part of it. I think even with the results, the win-loss record being what it is for this team and for him, I think what we're seeing out of him at a young age is a guy who can play controlled and can really hold his own in the NHL. He, yeah. It's, it's, it's encouraging.
1: I think uh, Jimmy Waite has been watching the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. <laughs> or Great minds. Or our eyeballs are working on the same uh, wavelength as his are because we've we've made that comparison to Corey Crawford mm-hmm. before. Um, yeah, there, there are still some things, workable things, for Soderbroom to get better yeah. at, but he's a young goalie just he's, in his second. He's year. not Corey Crawford now. Right. But he's, he's showing um, some tendons. Hold on to that stick a little bit, buddy. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. was a little worrisome. Uh, but, you know, he's been he's been really good. And I think the way things are are shaping up, as much as I would love him to be in Rockford because the Icehawks could use a goalie because they finally have a really good offense, I don't know if he's going back there this year. I mean, yeah, they say um, a week on Marazic. A week or more. I don't this is a goalie that's dealing with groin injuries, a history of groin injuries, his second groin injury this season.
0: Yeah. Both now both groins have been injured. One. Yeah. And
1: a week to me. Yeah. I don't know where he's coming up with that, but that sounds very, very optimistic. Sure. But they, they called they didn't put him on IR, but again, they're probably gonna wait till they get home. Uh they got another road game. So so uh, Stauber, you know, Stauber will back up Tuesday night in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. the way New Jersey's playing, maybe he gets to play the third maybe, period because they've maybe. been they've been tort they've become like the Colorado Avalanche over the last six <laughs> weeks. They yeah, are. Right. They I watched a couple of their games. They've been on the NHL network. Uh, my God, Jack Hughes is looking every bit like first overall mm-hmm. pick it's taken him a couple years but that kid is a superstar
0: yeah I mean not every first overall pick has to be uh, a generational player right away you no. it'll, it'll take some time but but yeah definitely watching Hughes he is he has planted his flag in the NHL and said you know I'm'm I'm, I'm here I'm an elite level player and it's you know he's the devils have have kind of been on that cusp of like hey aren't they supposed to be good and then yeah. they kind of you know disappoint and now it seems like They've got a lot of good pieces in place, yeah. and with the development of Hughes, they're kind of now over that hump, and and they're they're a dangerous team.
1: They they have been the best team in the league. Them and the Bruins have been the best team in the league for the last for this season so far. Yeah. It's kind of my, my favorite thing about the the uh, Devils is remember early in the year they they started off lost a couple games in a row. Uh, who was it that said I don't want I'm tired of being on losing teams or one of their players. Uh, For the doubles? Yes, I forget who it was. Was it Jesper Brett? Or Somebody said something along, I'm tired of not making the playoffs, I'm tired of losing. And the fans were Mm, chanting, fire Lindy. Yeah. And then like four (laughs) games later, they started a we're sorry Lindy chant. Yeah. Well, and then you
0: win, what, 15 games in a row, whatever it was? So
1: that's going to be a challenge, but I'm sure Soderblom will start. Stauber will back up. And then they're going to get home, and then I think they'll reassess when they get home, if they put Mirazik on IR, if they go out and sign a veteran, that tells you that that that
0: week. That, that's a big problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because uh, I don't think Alex Stalock is coming.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, anytime soon, he he skated and then was getting in the practice. There was one point on one of the morning skates, he and Arvid were, were uh, taking half the shots in the backup net and then all of a sudden Alex Daylock wasn't at practice anymore. He was just skating beforehand again. So, yeah. you know, he didn't want uh, Luke Richardson didn't want to say he was suffering a setback, but they were just saying he wasn't feeling as comfortable as he was, so they're pulling him back. They're not rushing him back. Not with a concussion. Yeah. Concussions
0: um, are are each one of them is unique to to try and come back from. And as we've learned through, you know, scientific research and everything, you don't actually quote unquote come back from a concussion each one of them takes a little bit off of you so you know stay uh yeah it, hopefully he's able to get to a point where he feels comfortable again <clears throat> and is able to come back uh for for his own you know for his own uh career to be able to you know continue playing because i'm sure he you know the way he was playing earlier this year as wild as it was at times was effective he was actually being effective was yeah working you know, we talked about, oh, you know, Alex Stalock, he was going to be the one that you put in against Arizona because you're trying to, you know, get some tank some tank season wins by having him, uh, you know, play against the Coyotes. But he actually was at, at times more effective than Morazic early on this season. So when Sizikas, you know, took him out earlier this month, it was like, damn, like one of the bright spots early on in the, in the year was, uh, was was taken out from the Blackhawks roster. So, yeah, now with with him, his return being still kind of up in the air, Morazic now two uh, injured groins. And when you have a goaltender who is on two, you know, one previously injured, one currently injured, he's going to have to recover from that. Two, t- both of your groins having to come back and recover from injury as a goaltender is, like, probably the worst injury you could have to try and come back from physically uh so you know it's really not certain that he when he comes back he'll be able to stay healthy so I I assume that you know unless Stalock and Morazic uh return and those timelines overlap one another I assume Arvid Soderblom's here until until further notice, and that might, might end up be the whole season. He
1: might not be back in Rockford at all this year. If so, it's going to be towards the Calder Cup playoffs. Yeah, and I know there's some. Uh, I know there's some different. There's some worry here in the chat about you know, does he revert like Kevin Lincoln did? Because remember that that you know, yeah, weird COVID year. All of a sudden, Kevin Lincoln was like, "Hey, we found our goalie of the future," and then last year he was bad, mm-hmm. but. Gotta remember though, he, he became the starter uh, in 2020 and then was reverted to backup gold spot from, you know, because you brought in Marc-Andre Fleury. Right. And then. Completely he, derailed him. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you know, it, it's tough for a young player, a young goalie to, to stay sharp when he's playing one out of every four games, one out of every five games. And then he had a hand injury last year mm-hmm. that I don't think he ever recovered from. We talked about that a lot last year on our post-game shows, that that glove hand never really recovered. Never and and right. Lankanen had a, a what, a 48-save shutout against these Islanders last time out? Yeah. Good for him. I, I'm doing a big fan of Nashville. Kevin Lankanen, a great kid. I'm glad he's he's got a shot. He's doing well as UC Sorrow's back up. Good for him. Uh, unfor- you know, I wish it was for any other team than the Predators, <laughs> but you know, good success. I'm not worried about that with Arvid because Arvid's going to be the starter for a while here, like or at least every other game. Yeah. Because when Morazic was healthy, it was still – So if Stalock or Morazic comes back in the next week or two, he'll still go every other. And mm. that's different from the Lincoln situation. And – you know, Lankinen you know, I, I think Arvid is a little more mentally tough than and was last year, mm. where when Lankanen gave up a softie, it seemed to really derail. Like, he would – as soon as Lankanen gave up that first one in some of those starts last year, it the it got off the rails pretty quick. Yeah. Where, where Arvid seems to, like, bounce, you know, back pretty quickly. Uh, that's one of the reasons we've been comparing him to Corey Crawford, where he doesn't seem to get frazzled when he gives up a goal, that mm-hmm. he'll bounce back and make a big save right after that. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I would think right now, if I had to guess, Arvid Soderblom is probably the opening night starter next year. Yeah. I know Morazic's still under contract, but but he's not reliable. Does, you can't yeah. depend on him. And I think, I think Arvid has earned the right at this point to be the number one guy next year. Mm-hmm. I think it will be uh, arvid one one a Mirazik one b next year
0: yeah i I see no problems with that I, I think you know it's we we talk uh we've talked about it a little bit um in the last few few weeks where next season is likely going to look a little bit like this season where maybe you're not necessarily like full on tanking. But you're really not going to have a roster, uh, in theory, that's going to be competing for anything no. higher than maybe at one point in the season sniffing a playoff race, but you're not really going to see you know, a team that's going to compete for a wild card or compete in the division. It's, it's going to be another team that is drafting in the lottery. So if that's the case, then, again, you're not really looking to bring anybody new in, um, I don't know what they end up doing with with Mrazek if he does have injury issues. Maybe it's an LTIR situation, um, or if you know if he's healthy enough, he's he's on. Like you said, next year was the last year of his current deal. Just let him play it out. See Will if you buy he, him out. See if he what, figures it out. out. Yeah, you
1: could buy him out. Salary I mean, cap is not an issue for this team right now.
0: Yeah, they have to spend like sixty million to get to the floor as it stands right now so if for got, next. If you got to buy out his
1: contract. Buy out his contract and then sign. One of your, you know, journeyman backup. Give Yaroslav Halak a, yeah, a, a sure. role here, or whoever. Yeah, I mean, if you have to pay, if you have to take a, you know, one million dollar salary cap hit for the next two seasons to buy out Peter Mrazek, why the hell not?
0: Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna derail yeah. this team financially or anything like that. So. They they have uh,
1: they have options and and now Arvid is becoming a, a solid NHL starter not a star not an elite goalie by any chance but he's laying the foundation he's been he's been very dependable that gives you a, a stopgap if you even want to call that until Drew Commesso is ready because mm-hmm. that's the guy that they they are that's their top goaltending prospect though Arvid's got something to say about that but the way he's playing but all of a sudden you went from like two seasons ago to being like, well, the, the, the goalie cupboard is completely bare. So mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you've got Arvid who's looking like he could be a solid NHL starter. Yeah. And you got your top prospect, Drew Camuso, who hasn't even become pro yet, who you're high on. So maybe two, three years from now, you got yourself a really solid crease, or you've got your goalie of the future and a very good asset in a young goaltender that would look very mm-hmm. – Good on a trade market per se. So yeah. you're in a good situation. You still probably could use another goalie or two in the system. You can never have too many, as this year is proving. Right. Um, and and I said on Twitter jokingly uh, that it took it took Jackson Stauber some stones to wear Ed <laughs> Belfour's number 30, and some people uh, kind of were clapping back at me like I was being serious. Folks, if you follow me on Twitter and you're unsure, just Go with I'm being sarcastic, and you'll be <laughs> you'll be right more times than you're wrong. Color. Like He can wear whatever number he wants, but yeah. Ed Belfour is my favorite Blackhawks goalie of all time, so I cringe when I see someone else wear it, but you can wear it. It's not retired. Right,
0: technically not retired. Yeah, uh, color me shocked that uh, sarcasm didn't translate on Twitter. I know, I
1: keep forgetting to use the, the Twitter font. I'm not paying extra for the Twitter <laughs> sarcasm font. Sorry, Elon, you're yeah. not getting my money.
0: Yeah, I mean... I- <sighs> don't count out Dominic Bassey too. I mean, he's, yeah, I know he's, he's been, been he's too. been, you know, out of sight, out of mind for most, uh, Blackhawks fans when it comes to the goaltending prospects as, you know, the, the, the focus has been on, on Camizo, uh, and his development over the last, uh, few seasons, but Dominic Bassey is really, you know, come into his own in his third NCAA season this year with, uh, St. Cloud state. Um, he's playing as one of the best goaltenders in, in, in college hockey right now. So, uh, he's you know he could be something, yeah. some someone to keep he's, an eye on. He's
1: not signed yet, right? No, he is not. Nope. And this is his
0: junior year. This is his third year. He may. I'm I'm sh- I'm sure he'll play a, a fourth year. And, so they still have one we'll more year happens. to
1: decide if they want to sign him. Maybe they yeah. sign him this year just to make sure he doesn't sure skip time. I
0: mean, Stauber was was a guy that uh, you know, left left college uh, a little bit early, but as as some um, you know, prospect analysts that we've talked to or that I I was able to talk to about him when he was signed, he said, yeah, I think he might've, might've benefited from a, an extra year in college, but good to see that, you know, he got a uh, an, an opportunity and um, you know, he's, he's played decent in Rockford uh, when he's been able to be, uh, to be healthy and, you know, to see what he does if he gets a, a shot to play an NHL game here. But yeah, I mean, as, as far as, as, as the goaltending prospects, Soderbloom is, is definitely establishing himself. I, I look at, if he was playing like this in front of a, a team that was competent, like his numbers would be so much better yeah. because, you know, he, he puts in solid efforts pretty much every start that he gets. It's just, he's not really getting a lot of, a lot of extra no, help.
1: He's, he's got to basically give up one or fewer goals. or have a shot at winning. Yeah. And that's not going to happen a lot in the NHL, but this is the perfect segue to announce our draft Kings King of the game. <laughs> and guess what? It's Harvard Soto Soder Bloom. Shock Soto Bloom. Shocking, Soder shocking. Bloom. There he is. He seems to King be. Arvid. He seems to be the. Uh uh, top guy in this segment this year when he plays. 37 saves on 40 shots. That's a 92.5 save percentage. That's pretty good last time I looked in the old record book.
0: That usually gets the, gets usually the job Usually you,
1: you save 92.5 of the shots. You're usually going to win more than you lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're on a team that can't play five-on-five hockey very well or score go- many goals, you're going to be on the short end of the stick more times than not. But you cannot pin this loss. On our guy, Arvid. So he gets the crown once again, Mm -hmm. presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And while Arvid is making all the saves in the crease, ComEd wants to help you make saves at home when it comes Mm -hmm. to saving money. Nicely done. Yes, thank you. The ComEd of Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve to save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. I need some industrial processes in my life. Hey. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually at, at and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they could start working on immediately. Immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for saving for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash poweringbiz, B-I-Z. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? Then call ComEd at one 433 2700 during normal business hours, which is not now, to speak to a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. Or you can email ee at comed.com or request an assessment online at the web, at their website, comed.com backslash Facility assessment,
0: And if you're saving money on your energy bills, you can uh, keep some of that money and spend it this holiday season on getting the perfect gift for the golf aficionado in your family or in your friends group. Uh, and by doing so, you can check out Pins and Aces and their apparel and hats and golf bags and beer sleeves all at pinsandaces.com. Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All-City Network. They make amazing polos, hats, customizable golf bags, and the beer sleeve. That's right, the innovative product that allows you to store up to seven beers in your golf bag and keep them cold for the entire round. Uh, Perfect for the golf Fan that is going to head to warmer weather and continue the golf throughout the winter season. Uh, that beer sleeve is going to keep you nice and cool and hydrated uh, or dehydrated. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the science <laughs> of it. But uh, if you go to pinsandaces.com and use the promo code CHGO, you're going to get 15% off of your first order and you're going to get free shipping on that order. So perfect for this time of year at the holiday season. When you're probably buying a lot of gifts that need shipping, uh, Pins and Aces is going to help you out with some free shipping on your first order. Again, that is using the promo code CHGO at pinsandaces.com.
1: And hockey fans, that's you guys. Light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL New Customers can bet just $5 on a pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 of free bets if they do. That seems like a really good deal. If that wasn't an, a, enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. I love the same-game parlays. That's my favorite uh, of the options. I like to use the whoever the Blackhawks are playing f- to score first. Didn't hit last night, but it hit again tonight. Still hitting at like an 80% clip Mm -hmm. this season. So, bet the opponent to score first and parlay it. Maybe Uh, with uh, that team's best player to get over a point, you're going to win more Mm -hmm. times than you lose. Mm -hmm. Same-gay parlays combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 freaking dollars in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for those details. Man, if you haven't done that yet sign up use that promo code I would bet $5 on the New Jersey Devils to beat the Blackhawks on Tuesday and you're getting $150 in free bets yeah I like those odds
0: I I I, you know I, I want to believe in the Blackhawks I really do but not against the Devils yeah and not the way that they're playing right now or probably will for the entire season
1: I it's, mean at 80% just yeah let I mean, it ride look,
0: man. Like, just because they did it against the Rangers doesn't mean the trend is bucked. Like no, that they is proved it tonight. That is likely going to continue. They
1: proved, the, the refs were in on it. They had to yeah. go make up a goal to make sure that they, <laughs> they hit had to their inv- same game parlay.
0: Invent time travel to make sure that that, <laughs> that, that bet hit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. Tuesday will be fun.
1: Tuesday will be fun. Uh, we just had, I remember, uh, Roy's no rage, or no Roy's just rage. Uh, a couple times are asking about scouts. It's kind of hard to navigate the scouts cuz the Blackhawks games are like a, always a well scouted game because I, I think, you know, just there's the location. A f- there's a few teams that they they have permanent guys here. Yeah. It they're, and they're like the same guys that cover the AHL too. Mm. I know from being on the AHL beat for the last few seasons in Rockford, Milwaukee, and the Wolves. A lot of those guys will do the AHL games on the weekend, and then whoever the Blackhawks play during the week, they'll mm-hmm. pop up there too. Um, I, I try to check the scouting roster every game. Sometimes I forget, but I'm sure that's going to get more and more crowded as the season goes on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the Hawks have a lot of guys that are, are, are going to be tradable assets. Some of them have a say. Others don't. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Um,
0: I think at, at least off the top of my head – uh, Nashville, St. Louis, and I believe San Jose, I feel like always have a scout. At yeah, the Dirk Fox Graham
1: is the, is the Sharks guy. He's there yeah. a lot. You know, St. Louis, Nashville. I think they have a lot of guys there too, be, just because they're a lot of divisional yeah, games. Yeah, divisional games. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of guys there. Uh, Tampa will have their guy here a lot too. Um, so yeah, it, it it fluctuates. But we'll we'll I'll make a conscious effort to start keeping track who's who's there uh, starting Friday when they return home against the Jets. Um, but uh, I think that's going to really put the bow on tonight's uh, yeah. shorthanded edition we are <laughs> of, of the CH Blackhawks yeah, podcast. We are off tomorrow.
0: Appreciate everybody in the chat, lively Absolutely. chat today. Very
1: lively chat. Um, Seeing some new names, Alan and, and some of our uh, – we have a Paul chirping in, and, of course, our regulars, Nate. Uh, Brandon is there. Uh, Region Rev, Sam Sam Baker. Sam. Not the most popular opinions, but you know what? You're here every night, and we appreciate you here. Mm-hmm. You be you, dude. You give us whatever takes. You have yes, absolutely. Um, I have a feeling you're the type of person that will own it if proven wrong. Um, when proven, and if wrong. not, we have the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but we are off tomorrow. No off show now. tomorrow. We'll be back Tuesday, full staffed, three of us post for post game. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have off-day shows at 2.30. Hoping Wednesday, maybe get some prospect World Junior Preview Talk. We're going to try and get a guest for that show. Yeah,
0: I believe uh, we are expecting at least Canada's camp roster tomorrow. Should be announced. Some Blackhawks prospects will definitely be on that list. Our chat is making uh, a uh, Oh, we did forget the tank standings. Tank standings. I I hey. All right.
1: See, this is why there we, we are. can't. This is why the, the, the chat is just as important as us, because we got so excited about Arvids Soterbloom talk. Good job. That, there Take we go. The All right. Chat. Skokes and no worries. Here are the tank standings yes. just for you guys. All right. There we go. The Anaheim Ducks. They are still god-awful. 15 points, another loss tonight. Get that we're team a two. goaltender, for Christ's sake. We're number two. But we're right there, 18 points, tied with Columbus and Arizona, but we've got the worst point percentage, so the tiebreaker. Uh, I believe that is how that works out, 18 points in 24 games.
0: No, Anaheim's point percentage is worse. Well, they're, they're – Oh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Out, out, out of those teams three teams, 18 points, yes. Blackhawks, point Blue percentage. Jackets,
1: Arizona, and then there's the Sharks at 19. Um. Yeah, we need to get Anaheim a goalie because I still don't think they're going to finish with the worst. As bad as they've been, I still don't think they're going to finish with the worst record because they have too many good young players that are going to get better as the season rolls on. You'd think. If they ever get some solid goaltending, average goaltending, they're going to steal some points. But we'll see how that goes. Long way to go. So there's those tank standings. Thanks for the reminder, guys. Uh, So, again, no show tomorrow. Post game Tuesday, two thirty on Wednesday and Thursday. Hopefully, going to have some World Junior prospect talk on Wednesday. So, if you guys are into that, make sure to tune in. Should Friday be. post game should
0: definitely be into that.
1: Yes, <laughs> Friday post game, and then we get an actual real weekend next weekend with no Ooh. games on Saturday or Sunday, no shows over the weekend. So, we will see you guys back time. here uh, Tuesday night for post game, right around the same time. Jay will be back. Thanks for everybody for listening. Make sure you're smashing that like button on your way out. Subscribe Subscribe. to the channel if you haven't already. Subscribe to us Uh, wherever you're getting the audio versions. Make sure you're subscribing. Five stars reviews on Apple Podcasts would be awesome too. There's the Twitters. I'm at Greg Boyson. He's at Mario uh, underscore on Facebook. All that stuff. If you're on a page Hit us up where on CHTO is it was was included, like it, subscribe it, follow it, whatever you do. Snapchat. Yes. TikTok. Uh, is MySpace still a thing?
0: MySpace. Yeah, there we go. All right. Mastodon or whatever that was called. Sure.
1: Yeah. Go on the... C- all of them. Yeah, whatever it was. All right. That's our sign to get the hell out of here. Thank you guys for watching. We will Rub catch hug. you guys Tuesday night. Postmates. <laughs>